Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. What? Come on. <laughs> For what? For a TV show. The one that I was telling you about earlier. The Dangerous Minds meets the OC? Yeah. Congratulations. It's That's really incredible. Exciting. I feel like I said negative stuff about it before. What? It's like Rebel Without a Cause, sort of. I got the bullets. Yes. You've never seen it. I've never seen it. Oh, my. You know it's playing at the Rialto. Really? Yes. You should go. I mean... I'll, I'll, I can take you. Okay. You know, for research. For research? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Monday night, 10, 10 o'clock. Yeah, great. Okay. For research. It's not for research. Welcome, everybody, to Cinema Royale. I am Travis Hobson of the Punch Drunk Critics. And this is going to be a, a special kind of episode of Cinema Royale. Um, I got a big announcement that I'll be giving you in just a second. Uh, but also, I'm going to have someone who's never been on the show before, uh, Joanna Langfield. Uh, she's somebody who's a member of the Broadcast Film Critics Association, just like me, which I did not know until just a couple of days ago. Pretty awesome. And uh, she's host of the of the Movie Minute right here on uh, on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I'm pretty excited to have her on here. She's going to be talking La La Land with me, uh, which is another reason to be excited because La La Land is, in my opinion, this is the front runner for Best Picture. Uh, Without giving away my my thoughts on the movie, um, it's just the kind of movie that I think the voters are going to love. It's directed by Damien Chazelle, and of course it stars Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone, who you heard right there in that clip, that charming little clip. Oh, it's for research. They're, They're going to go hang out for research. Uh, you know, we, we know more than we're, we know better than that. Um, we're also going to be talking about Miss Sloan, which stars Jessica Chastain, and this is the kind of movie that, that is right up my alley. Uh, you'll find out why uh, in just a minute. But uh, of course, you can follow uh, you can follow Cinema Royale on Facebook, uh, and you can follow me and thus the show on Twitter at Punchy Critic. Uh, of course, you can read my writing every single day, all day, and all night over at punchdrunkcritics.com. Listen to me on WBAL Morning News on Thursday mornings. And find me uh, on WETA Channel 26 here in Washington, D.C. Now, I'm excited because, uh, yeah, I've been teasing this for a while. You know, Tim Gordon was on here last week. We we, we talked about it a little bit. 
but we're going to be launching uh, a new venture here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, we're calling it the Critical Media Network. It is a network of film critics and other journalists uh, all putting our minds together and our various talents together uh, into one home right here on Blog Talk Radio. And, uh, and I'm excited to launch this thing. Uh, we've got some great people involved. Uh, Cinema Royale is going to be a part of this. Uh, my friend Tim Gordon of, of his long-running show, Keeping It Real with Tim Gordon. And uh, if you know Tim, Tim's quite a character. Uh, Tim is also a member of the BFCA, uh, just like me and Joanna. Uh, but he's also the president of the uh, Washington, D.C. Area Film Critics Association, which I'm a member of and the founder of the Black Real Awards. And Tim brings, uh, you know, 20, 30 years of experience uh, doing this. Uh, so that's going to be, it's going to be great to have him have him be a part of it because he brings a perspective that, you know, me and him butt heads all the time, but that's kind of the fun of it, you know? That's why we're so frequently paired up, because we butt heads. <laughs> so... I, th- I think it's going to be great to have him on. He, he's he's awesome at booking guests. He has a long history uh, as a as a radio producer. He worked with BET and other outlets. Uh, um, the guy knows his stuff. As much as I give him a hard time, uh, Tim knows his stuff. So so it's, it'll be it'll be great to have him doing his show as part of our network. Uh, and also uh, fellow punch drunk critic Julian Lytell, who's a who's a, uh, an artist. Uh, who brings his own unique perspective. Uh, he's one of those guys. He's a lot like me, in a sense. We're about the same age. Um, both like a lot of the same things, comic books, anime, uh, animation. We like a lot of the same stuff, hip-hop. We're, we're, we, we have a lot in common, but he has a totally different perspective than I do as an artist, which I have no artistic ability whatsoever. Uh, so I like his show. If you, His show is here on Ball Talk Radio as well. Uh, called Ignorant Bliss, and he gets to talk about pretty much anything he wants to. Uh, so that's that's something that that uh, I think his show brings a unique unique angle. Uh, he does he does a lot of reviews on Punch Drunk Critics as well, PunchDrunkCritics.com, uh, and his his take is always much different than mine would be. So uh, so yeah, so we we got a lot of stuff going on here, and we have, and that's just the beginning. Uh, we're looking to expand to bring another host as well as this thing gets gets his feet under it, but that'll be the Critical Movie Network, and it'll be starting, we hope to get it up and up and going in about a week, so to keep an eye out, I'll be posting more on the Cinema Royale Facebook page and uh, and on my own various media networks. You know, Punch Front Critics is sort of my home, so anything you want to do that, that I'm involved in, anything you want to know about that I'm involved in, you can find there for the most part. So, uh, so yeah, so I'm excited about that. I'm excited about all of it, having Tim and, and Julian and Julian on board for this. And speaking of which, I think this is her now. Hello, Joanna. Hello. 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 How are you doing, Joanna? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Good. Can you hear me Okay. I can. How about you? Can you hear me? I, I hear you just fine. I was just talking to uh, telling everyone about the uh, the critical movie media network that we got coming up soon, uh, and I was telling them about you a little bit as well. But you and I have never had a oh, chance to nice. actually. 
Well, yeah. I, I, we, you and I have never had a chance to actually speak before, so this is a first for me, and I'm happy to have you on the show. Oh, thank you, and I'm I'm really happy to meet you, and I sort of feel like I did because I just went on Facebook and looked at your pictures. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, we're sort of incorporating yes. media here, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was telling everybody that, that you are you're a member, a fellow member of the Broadcast Film Critics Association like me. We're, we're like the only two. We're not, at, we're not at the Critics' Choice Award just weekend, sadly. We're not the only two. No, no, no. There are a whole bunch of people who don't go. I know. Yeah. I know. There, I know. There, there's a lot of people that, that in, just in here in D.C. that, you know, didn't go this year. Uh, so I know I'm not the only one. But every time I don't yeah. go, I always feel like I am. <laughs> I know. I like you know what? Fun. And I used to go to the Oscars all the time. And then when I stopped going, the, the only way that I feel better about it is when in the beginning of the show every year, they show the traffic backed up for like miles and miles and miles. <laughs> and I go, oh, I'm not there. <laughs> you know, I always feel, I always feel better about not going like the next day after because I'm like, yeah, the show wasn't really that good anyway. So well, that's exactly so, uh, right. <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know, but, but I do, I do enjoy myself. Maybe I'll go next year. I, I've been I going know. for a couple of years, so maybe, maybe I'm due to go again. Yeah, maybe. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe I should. You should too. Well, maybe I'll meet you. Ooh. All right. Ooh, how scandalous. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, <laughs> all right, let's talk about, um, at the beginning of the show, I played a clip from, from La La Land. I always open the show with a clip from the movie we're talking, one of the movies you're talking about. And, um, to me, Joanna, La La Land is the clear front runner for Best Picture. Uh, the movie stars Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling, uh, directed by Damien Chazelle, and, and basically, it, it, it's, it sounds like your typical Hollywood story: an aspiring actress meets and falls in love with a with a, uh, a jazz a jazz enthusiast. Uh, they both basically try to navigate their careers while trying to keep their relationship together. Um, you know, while I was while I was uh, watching this, uh, there's a crowd of us, a crowd of critics there, and it's been a couple of months since I've seen it. Uh, I haven't had a chance to. Uh, well, I only had a chance to watch it one more time since since then. But every time I'm watching it, I find myself smiling the entire time. Even the, even the moments mm-hmm. that 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 aren't you know as upbeat and perky as right. some of the rest of the movie is, I find myself right. smiling all the way through it because I feel. Damien Chazelle's not only, not just his love of of the musical the musical uh, art form, but his love of Hollywood all the way through this movie, and I feel like that's mm-hmm. coming through in the cast as well. Um, but what what are your feelings on uh, on La La Land? Well, you know it's interesting what you're saying because I completely agree. Um, I think you know when you describe the classic feel good movie, this may not. Mm-hmm. be for everyone a feel good movie in terms of the plot however in terms of mm-hmm. movie movie stuff it's hands down the feel good movie of the year because there is a young filmmaker who has given us some very interesting work previously he's 31 years old I mean this is pretty awesome it's crazy and I've, I've, he, I've met, he's, met and interviewed him twice and every time I see him I'm like I can't believe it. God, he looks so freaking I know. ridiculous. 
I know. I mean, he's really very young for all of this. And he has taken two art forms that he obviously is concerned about, the, the integrity of them, the future of them, and revived them just with this wonderful piece of work, which does make you feel good about the industry in general, which when you look at who votes for the Oscars, not necessarily the critics groups, but the Oscars, it's a lot of people who work in the industry. So, hey, you know, <laughs> they're going to be wanting to feed their own. It's mostly people who live in Los Angeles, not everybody, but mostly people who live in Los Angeles, uh, uh, you know, a.k.a. La La Land. And mm-hmm. it's a good movie. So, you know, kind of feels like a slam dunk to me. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. And, and it, it, he's managed to make a movie that is, that speaks directly to those people you were just talking about without feeling like it's being obvious about it. And I think that's one of the things I, I, I loved about the movie. Like, I can, I, I'll give you a movie that, that I, I, I like, but I felt like it was, there were scenes that were geared towards the, the Oscar, the, like the Oscar night. And that was, mm-hmm. that was Hidden Figures, which is a movie that I like. But there were like multiple scenes in there where I, where I would whisper to a, like to a colleague or a friend, and I was like, "Yeah, that's the scene they put in there for when they get." Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Called up on stage. Yeah, you, you know, and it's like, there's it, a lot it, of that. And, yeah. yeah, and it's like, yeah, there's a lot of that in there. And it's like, I never felt that way about La La Land. I felt like it was a movie that was made from the heart. And if it's, if it's, it's, it's trying to tap into that, try, trying to tap into that, into the people who also love movies the way Damon Giselle does. And that's a very hard thing to do, I think. Yes, to make is. a movie it like is. that. And very restrained and polished. And you really have to give him a lot of credit for that. Um, I will say, though, in Hidden Figures, that movie, and even La La Land, and maybe it's just me, and I'm looking through, you know, the prism of what's going on in the world. Um, I don't, I'm having a very hard time, to be frank, just walking in to look at anything now, um, just for what it is, because I keep sort of contrasting it with everything else that I've been reading and watching. And, and La La Land which I saw before the election, um, I burst into tears during that opening scene because without, and, and he couldn't have known when he wrote this, it, it says something about our civilization and the way we all live together. Without saying anything, you know, saying it, hitting you over the head, it just is. And it's so moving and so wonderful 
And, you know, it, it was thrilling to me. And I have to say that in Hidden Figures, which is not a great piece of art, but I think it's a tremendously effective film. And part of that mm-hmm. does come from the environment that's being released in. Also, and I just talked about this online, um, you know, in, uh, yesterday or the day before, um, with John Glenn, uh, it shows yeah. some, a, a side of John Glenn that I, I didn't know anything about what I was looking at in Hidden Figures. I didn't know about these women. I didn't know how the whole history went down. But I didn't know that John Glenn went out of his way to incorporate these women who were fellow workers with him at NASA um, in the social aspect of the whole thing and to really go out of his way to bring one of them in in a, a position of tremendous authority and respect. And, I mean... Wow, you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, I know yeah. he went up into space and everything, but what he did with those women was, in a way, almost as heroic. No, I I totally agree with that, and there's that there's a part of me that kind of wishes he was played by somebody other than Glenn Powell. Even though I like Glenn Powell when he's doing comedy, I feel like he's always a little too cheeky all the time. I don't necessarily <laughs> yeah, right. think that he, that I don't necessarily think that John Glenn was the way. Glenn Powell was in the movie because that's how Glenn Powell is in every movie, but um, right. or every show right. he's on. So I don't know necessarily necessarily that's true, but I agree with what you're, with what you're saying about about um, basically basically what what Powell did here on Earth was almost as profound as what he was able to do out in space, which is I think is tremendous. And that's a, that's a great story overall, the hidden figure story. It's, it's an amazing story that I like you. I knew absolutely zero about those women. You know, yeah, before before the movie was before the movie was announced, it, it's right. crazy. It's incredible this this day and age that we don't. But but I know something else. Something else that you said is is, is uh, really meaningful as well. It's just that you know, considering our what's happened in our politics recently, I, we're, we're seeing. I think we're seeing all of our movies through a different prism now. It's kind of yeah, like absolutely. how we felt. It's kind of like how we felt after nine eleven, where movies just took on a totally different meaning. And, and I hate to compare two things like that, but it's no, true. No, no, I get you. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, right. But it's it's totally true, and and you can't help it. And that's I think that's going to come into play more with the next movie we're talking about, which is Miss Sloan, which takes yeah. place in a political in the political arena, right. you know. And, and, and unfortunately, it's totally different. In the case, right. And in the case of this movie, which I saw a long time ago, um, mm-hmm. I. I don't. I think it's to the detriment um, for the mm. film because Jessica Chastain is terrific in this. She's really, really just amazing to watch. The movie itself, I think, tries to do too much and kind of winds up circling in a little too tight on itself, just structurally and plot-wise and even the dialogue and stuff near the end. So you're sitting there at the end of the movie going, really? Oh, come on. Um, But I had an interesting experience in this. Miss Sloan, for people who don't know, is a movie about a Washington lobbyist, and she takes on the gun lobby, and it kind of deteriorates, I hate to say, into a more traditional sort of thrillery thing. Um, But the first, I would say two-thirds of the movie are really, really interesting, and it's about how lobbying works 
and what goes on. And it's also about a woman who's really not great. You know, this is not somebody oh, you're going to be friends with. Right. Yeah, and right. I thought Jessica Chastain's approach to her was terrific. And I went to see it in New York, as I said, a while ago, and got in this little rickety elevator in a building, at, um, in this building where the screening room was afterwards. And there was a woman who I didn't know, and she was a little bit on the older side, and she was talking to the person she came with, and she said, well, you know, I don't know, maybe that. And she said, and you know what? And the woman said, when she said, I just didn't, I don't know, I just didn't like her. And it was like, hold me back. You know, that's kind of the point. You are not supposed to like her. And every movie right. doesn't have to be some packaged, wonderful thing about you go and you think, oh, isn't she great? And everybody walks out with a yeah. smile on their face. And, oh, yeah. she would be my best friend if I met her in real life. That's the point of no. this movie. You're right. you're supposed exactly. to be alienated but fascinated by her. And right. Jessica and, Chastain yeah. doesn't ask you to like her, you know? And right. I, that's so cool to see that now. Yeah, that's actually and, one of the things you know, I, I loved about that movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's I, one of the things I loved about it, was that, was that her character is not someone who, who goes through the traditional arc of, okay, well, now she's learned this profound lesson and now she's a better person at the end. No, she's pretty terrible at the end, too. And she's and she, right. and the movie is about us recognizing that she's okay with that part of herself, which is one of the things right. that I, I really, really, I really dug about it. But when I was watching it, and, and I think I feel, I think I had a better feeling towards the movie than you do. Um, one of the things I really, I, I, I was watching it, because look, I'm, I'm very political. I am, heavy into political activism, always have been. Um, so while I was watching it, <laughs> I was like, man, why can't we have somebody like her in real life? <laughs> like, you know. And I was like, I know she's, I know she's awful. She's an awful person. But damn, she gets stuff done. You know, so I was, I was yeah, well, so there's yeah. that part of me that was like, I, I, kept, I kept calling it, in my review, I called this political wish fulfillment. Because, you know, for those of us who are on this, who are on the same side of the gun issue that she is, that we kill to have somebody like her on our side. Because it doesn't seem like we do. We have a bunch of wishy-washy politicians who, who talk who talk a big game and then don't actually do anything. You know, and then we have this one lobby a lobbyist of all things, the most hated of, of hated people in, in DC, um, at least to those of us who don't have any money. Um, you know, we we have this one person who goes out there and twists arms and betrays people and does all manner of awful things for a good cause. And it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, she's my champion for these couple of hours. You know, I, but I don't know. <laughs> but, well, you know, I, I, you I, know I, I found myself being fascinated by her. Right. And I, look, I hear you, and I, I was fascinated by her too. Um, I am hoping that what you said about for those of us who don't have it, I'm hoping that people who would be with money without money, we're all in this together. And, um, you know, that's me. But <laughs> clearly, <laughs> there isn't a lot of people. Um, and it also, and I'll, I'll speak to the women's side of this thing, it's going to be very interesting to see, um, so close and yet so far, how people are going to feel about spending their time and money supporting a strong woman lead character who's 
kind of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, in this environment, when basically, you know, a lot of us felt we got a real cold slap in the face um, by many yeah. people a couple of weeks ago. So, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. that's going to be another ramification, which, you know, I'm sure that when they made the film, they didn't think about this, but there you go. Well, I, you know, I, I feel like, well, first of all, promos are trying to paint this as more of an Aaron Brockovich sort of thing. And I think they're trying to play down, you know, her, who she is in the movie, which is probably the smart way to go about it. Um, yeah, it is. But I yeah, but I feel like people may just be done with politics in the short term anyway. I'm not so sure anybody wants to go see a movie that has to do anything with politics right now. Um, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I agree. With you. To, yeah, I think this movie's and coming out in the worst possible time, and I think it's going to hurt her too. And like in any right. Oscar discussion, which I don't think she has a chance to win, you know, an award anyway. Not with the competition that's out there. But um, yeah. but but I feel like this movie's coming out at a really bad time. You know, it's like it should have come out a few months from now when maybe people are a little bit more open to the idea of watching mm-hmm. something like this. I just don't feel like mm-hmm. now's done. Well, and I also agree with you um, that in a couple of months when it starts to stream or you can rent it or whatever, I think maybe it will have more of a chance. I, I'd say shot, but that doesn't sound right. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, maybe a little bit of an intentional pun there. I don't know. Um, but I think maybe eventually people will find this movie and uh, be more receptive to it. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think I think when people start to hear about, I think people will, will check it out later because they'll hear about her performance, which I think is pretty much, it's gaining universal acclaim, I think. Most people like her performance as the best part of the movie. Uh, I feel like there are other good aspects to it. Uh, like I said, I, I really got sucked into it. Um, it's no La La Land, of course. La La Land is mine. <laughs> it certainly I think, is. I, I, <laughs> I think right now, you know, La La Land is, is probably at the top of my list of movies of, of 2016. Uh, I've just begun trying to put all that end-of-the-year crap together. I hate this time of year for that reason alone. But um, <laughs> just... List after list after well, list. I'm ready to. I know, myself. I know, and I I take it so seriously. I've been doing this for longer than I'm going oh, to admit, and uh, I <laughs> every year make myself completely nuts, and and there are such good films that kind of sneak up on you. You know, I sit there all year and I go, ah, oh, there's nothing I watch, and I bitch and moan, <laughs> and then by the end of the year, I'm like, I can only do ten. Oh no, um, because there are films that almost you need to give some time and then of course they bombard us at the end of the year with all this stuff and a lot of them like we were talking about Hidden Figures before um, there's a, mm-hmm. um, another movie about Ray Kroc coming out called The Founder which again Founder, is yeah. not one of those just from my review of that last wow, night you know, but the performances are really good and it's a very interesting movie right. and I was just watching that and I thought you know that's really too bad because with Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, there's not enough room for everybody. You know, Michael Keaton. The founder would have been better off if it had come out next year. It would have been come out. Well, if it had come out next year. It, it is going to come out next year. You know, but they play all these games where, well, if you show it in the theater for two minutes in L.A., it's well, yeah, well, that's what they did. They showed it for, yeah. they opened it this weekend in L.A. for one week so it could qualify right. for the Oscars now, which Michael Keaton but it's not is not going to win now. Right. It just doesn't even stand a chance, but it's a, re- and then it almost right. has like a fog over it because it's like, well, they tried, but it didn't. But it's a really interesting movie, and I what a story. And Michael Keaton is very, very good at it. Michael Keaton is very good, and I, I had my issues with the film, but I'm going to hold out on giving it away because I'll talk about it again soon. But, um, but yeah, I wrote my review of that movie. I wrote I wrote my review of that movie last night because um, I was, you know, considering the idea of, of putting out my review yesterday to, to coincide with the one week release, and I decided to hold back uh, for its proper release in a couple of weeks. Right. But, um, right. but I was when I was, when I was reviewing it, and I was like, yeah, you know, it, it is kind of sad that that this movie is being put out the way it is. This is a total mistake, the way they're doing yeah. this, because yeah. Michael Keaton deserves better attention than he's going to get now, because he's just, he's all, there was no buzz around the movie anyway, just none. Right, exactly. And this isn't going, exactly. and this isn't going to help. This is a, a, a poor move on their part. But but anyway, um, but you know, I, I, you know, when, we, when the end of the year comes around, we need to do an end of the year show. Either I come over there on your show, or you come over here on mine, <laughs> and we do... And we need to do like an end of the year thing, just kind of a wrap. I think you're right. Sound? I think that's a great idea. Mine, as you know, okay. I have this problem. It's called the movie minute. So I know. You know I know. I was <laughs> hoping you could extend extend it to the to the movie half hour or something. But you know what we can do? We can just talk about each other on Twitter and Facebook and share all the love. Yeah. I mean, there's all sorts of things that we can do. So. Yes, and uh, my. One of our colleagues, Tim Gordon, is also a fellow member of the BFCA, uh, so he's uh, he's on the on our little network That's with great. us. Uh, he's he's out there on the on the West Coast now, getting ready for the the Critics Choice Awards. He never misses a year; he always goes. Which I'm uh, like, good for him. Yeah, well, it, it, I don't know how he does it because him and I we we go to Sundance every year too uh, in January. So it's <laughs> just like, like I don't know how you can do both. I I, I can't keep doing both. I just, I just can't, I but it's somehow he manages to do it. It's a lot. Well, it's, there it's you go. Such tough decisions <laughs> we have to make. I'm telling you. I know. I know. No, no one, no one feels for us. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> Joanna, tell, tell, before you go, tell everybody a little bit about the movie minute. Okay, the movie minute is a syndicated radio, online streaming. I mean, you, you name it, I try to be there kind of a program that we have and um, I was at ABC for a long time and then when all this syndication stuff started happening we thought hmm let's do that so that's what I've been doing and I'm on still God love them a bunch of radio stations and combination of live and pre-taped stuff but the movie minute itself is a now a podcast um, which only lasts a minute, so really it doesn't take long to listen to. And I try to sort of jam in um, as much information as I can and try to be concise and um, treat all the new movies that are coming out and some of the streaming stuff with the respect that they deserve, if you know what I mean. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so if a movie is really good, like La La Land, then we go that way. And if it isn't, like, let's say Office Christmas Party. You know, I mean, not every movie deserves to raise, okay? So I try to be honest, forthright, and quick. You can nice. find me on Blog Talk Radio, on our network. All right, Joanna. So we are definitely going to do this again soon. But uh, this was wonderful okay. having you on, having you on Cinema Royale, and uh, we'll talk again soon. We'll, we'll definitely be talking again in the next couple of days for sure. It was so a we'll, treat, we'll and I thank you for everything. Okay, happy no, holidays. For, thank you for coming on. You too. Talk to you okay. later. Bye bye. All right, that was Joanna Langfield of the the Movie Minute. Uh, which you can find right here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, we ended up doing things a little bit differently that, that time because we didn't take our usual break. Uh, so we're going to take that break now. And when I come back, uh, I'll play a clip from Miss um, Sloan, and I'll just I'll jump into our, our uh, Blu-rays and news and all that good stuff. All right? So uh, I will see you on the other side. immediately I am leaving Cole Kravitz and starting work as lead consultant for the Brady campaign at Peterson Wyatt. I've secured position for everyone in this room without change to your current compensation. So who's with me on this? I just spent the last hour wiping your shit off Bill Sanford's shoes, assuring him that you're the right lady to broaden his membership. We're inches from a green light. So you're saying I should put you down as a maybe? You can't possibly win this. Who's with me? I'm with you. Hey, come on, I need you. She needs me more. Alex. Lauren. This is Jerry Maguire. <laughs> and that's a scene from Miss Sloan, uh, starring Jessica Chastain. Uh, it's also got uh, Mark Strong, Allison Pill, heard Michael Stuhlbarg there. Uh, great cast. Google Mabatha Raw has a really strong role uh, as as uh, someone who is totally different than uh, Jackie Jessica Chastain's character, uh, but working for the same issue. Um, and there's some clashing there. Uh, Jake Lacey is there. Jake Lacey is an actor that I like, but he's always played sort of the the love struck dude role. He kind of did that in, in Obvious Child. He does it in this. 
I saw him do it in another movie too, where he's just like he's always like the boyfriend dude, you know. And I think that, he was on Girls. Yeah, Girls. I think he, he did, did sort of the same thing. So, uh, but he's a good actor. He's good at that at playing that. Um, all right, let's talk about uh, what's coming out on uh, Blu-ray and DVD. Uh, this would be for next week. Uh, next week, that is December 13th. Uh, and remember I told you last week, uh, it's holiday season, so everything's everything's coming out now. Well, it's another week like that. Uh, Suicide Squad is the first movie on my list. Uh, I'm definitely ordering this one. I know a lot of people hated it on it, and I, got, I, I sure as hell have my issues with it. But uh, look, I love it when you put a lot of villains together, especially villain super, super villains. Uh, and this one has a great group of them. Will Smith as Deadshot, Margot Robbie, who's tremendous as Harley Quinn, uh, and Jay Courtney as, as Captain Boomerang. I love those three together. And, and I don't have as much of a beef with Jared Leto's Joker as other people do. I, I think it was always going to be impossible because everyone's comparing him to Heath Ledger, which isn't fair. It's just not fair. He's allowed to do his own version of the Joker. Heath Ledger's version of the of Joker was not your typical Joker. And nor is Jared Leto's version typical. Uh, but they each have strengths and weaknesses, in my opinion. Now, Heath Ledger's just obviously was transcendent, and his performance was amazing. Is Leto's that way? No. But the script doesn't call for it to be either. He's not the antagonist. It's it's a supporting role, very much a supporting role. Um, and one that I think you'll see continue in latter films. So, you know, give, give the guy a break. But Suicide Squad is definitely on my list to buy. Uh, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. I never did get a chance to catch up with this. Uh, stars uh, Ava Green, uh, directed by Tim Burton. Uh, and, and I heard it described as sort of like Tim Burton's X-Men, which sounds cool to me. Uh, I know, uh, I think Julian, Julian Lytell reviewed it for PunchDrunkCritics.com, and I think he gave it a really high score. Uh, the Ben-Hur remake with uh, Jack Huston and Morgan Freeman and Toby Kebbell, that's coming out. It's not the disaster that I expected it to be. It's actually actually decent. Um, it's not as good as the original, of course, but again, who expected it to be? We just needed it to not be, be scrap, and it's not. Uh, Bridget Jones's Baby, which I have seen none of the Bridget Jones's movies, and I'm not going to start now. Uh, Florence Foster Jenkins, which I feel like was another forgotten Meryl Streep movie. Kind of like how Ricky and the Flash was last year, which is like, it come out mid-year, and, and no one really goes to see them except for street enthusiasts. And, and you know, and that's kind of how Florence Foster Jenkins was. But now we're entering award season, and you're starting to hear more about Florence Foster Jenkins again. It's been re-released in the theaters. Clearly, they're trying to draw up support for her in the Best Actress category. She will not win, but they're trying, and it's Meryl Streep, so nothing's out of the question. Uh, Morgan, this is the sci-fi movie that... I seem to like a lot better than everybody else. Uh, has a tremendous cast. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, Kate Mara. Um, man, this one is, is really, really... I thought it was really, really good. Uh, but apparently nobody else did. Uh, this is the one where Anya Taylor-Joy plays the... Uh, plays the uh, I'm trying to think of a way to describe her. She's a, a created being. Um, that's a good way to describe her. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll say she's, she's, she's a, sort of a, a hybrid creature, a human hybrid, um, who's been locked away in this, in this facility. And Kate Marr plays 
uh, a risk assessment specialist who comes in to make sure that the that the uh, the hybrid is is performing up to task to see if she's still viable. Um, but the creature turns out to be more dangerous than Mar or anybody else thought. Now the rest of the cast, listen to this cast: Toby Jones, the gorgeous Rose Leslie, Boyd Holbrook, Michelle Yeoh, Jennifer Jason Lee, Paul Giamatti. Tremendous all the way around. I mean, it's just, and Brian Cox is in this too. Um, just a great cast, and directed by by Luke Scott, um, you know, who was Ridley Scott's son. Uh, I think people should have given this more of a chance, honestly. Um, but maybe maybe it will find success uh, in home release. I certainly hope it does, because I, I want to see more movies like like Morgan, not less. That's for sure. And finally, Southside with You, which is a movie that I absolutely adored. I saw it at at Sundance. Um, had a chance to interview the cast. If you remember, you can look back through our archives and find that interview with stars Parker Sawyer's, uh, Tika Sumter, and director Richard Tan. Um, really good interview uh, that me and Tim Gordon did with them. Um, but the movie is basically about the first date between Barack Obama and Michelle Robinson. Um, you know, and Parker Sawyer's I think really captures Obama's magnetism, and as well as his his speech cadence, uh, I would say. Uh, and the movie is just, you know, I had so much fun with it. It's it's kind of a walk through Chicago, and it's it's good to see. Uh, one of the things I loved about it is that it was good to see Chicago presented in a way that was that was not negative. We've seen so many movies lately that's all about Chicago's downside, the violence. It's always about the violence. Whenever you talk about Chicago, violence, 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 shootings, gangs. You know, it was good to see a movie about Chicago that wasn't about that. It was about the history and the culture. And I think that was, I think that was the best thing about the movie for me, uh, other, than, other than Parker Sawyer's performance. I had a little bit of an of, of a, uh, issue with, with Tika Sumter's Michelle Robinson for a while. But upon seeing it again, it's it's kind of grown on me. So uh, definitely go and check out Southside with you. That one's another one that's a buy on my list. Uh, so definitely check that one out. And if you're going to go and check any of these movies out, uh, go to punchdrunkcritics.com and click on the shop button. Um, you do that, and that'll take you to our Amazon store where you can buy and rent DVDs, video games, all through Amazon.com. It's perfect. It doesn't cost you a penny, and if you do it that way, we get a small percentage, and it helps us keep the lights on. Uh, every time you click or you buy, you click on one of our ads, one of our sponsors, or buy or rent uh, something from our Amazon store, uh, it helps out Punch Drunk Critics. It helps out Cinema Royale. It helps out the network. It helps out everything. Uh, so please uh, bookmark that and do all your holiday shopping through our Amazon store. If you do that, I mean, we'll be good to go. All right? If everybody, if all of our listeners do that, we'll be straight. So just go to punchrunkcritics.com, click on shop, and I'll take you to our store, and then just bookmark it and buy it. Do all your, your online purchasing from there. All right? Thanks a lot. All right, let's take a quick break, and we come back, and we'll wrap up the show. Uh, I'll do Blu-rays, not Blu-rays, but I'll give you, drop a couple of news items on you, and then we'll get ready for next week. Oh, next week's going to be crazy. I'll tell you, I'll tell you about it. On the other side.
we've got to look forward to in 2017. I mean, that is just, wow. It, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Uh, so Spider-Man Homecoming trailer, that came out. But there's already a sequel uh, that's being planned. Uh, and it's being set for July 5th, 2019. Now, I find this interesting because where Sony messed up last time was that they tried to do too much too fast. They tried to build The Amazing Spider-Man into a franchise when they hadn't really firmly grounded the movies yet. They hadn't fully set everything up. Um, I worry that they're doing the same thing with Spider-Man Homecoming, but the difference this time is that they've got Marvel kind of, I guess, steering them along. So maybe it won't be, they won't make the mistakes that they made last time. So I have some confidence. Um, James Franco, he's got a role in Alien Covenant. This was a surprise. Uh, nobody knew this. Uh, but yeah, James Franco has a role in, in Alien Covenant, uh, which means he'll get to be reunited with Danny McBride again. Hey. I think this is the sixth time, which is crazy. Um, and he, he's going to, and this is kind of a spoiler, so if you don't want to hear it, turn it on your volume for, volume for about 30 seconds. Um, he's going to be playing Branson the captain of the Covenant ship and the husband of Captain Larson's character. Now, you know, Alien Covenant is a sequel to Prometheus, which came out a couple years ago. Um, and it doesn't sound like Franco is going to be around long. I don't know if that means he dies, but it likely means that he dies. <laughs> it likely means that he dies. I expect that there'll be an alien bursting out of his chest. Um, and finally, uh, Justice League 2, it's been delayed. Uh, why? Uh, so they can make the Ben Affleck's The Batman first, uh, which isn't a bad bad deal. I think that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But it opens up a chance for uh, Zack Snyder to direct The Last Photograph, um, which is a movie he's been attached to for like five years. Uh, and basically it's it's about uh, a journalist who survives uh, an attack in Afghanistan that kills a group of Americans. He's the only survivor. Uh, he teams up with a with a special ops agent who is in search of a missing family member, um, just so you can get the story. Um, I remember at one point they had Sean Penn and Christian Bale to star in it, but I don't think they're going to be involved anymore. So uh, they'll probably be starting over. But that's the, the big point out of this is that Justice League 2 will be coming around a little bit later. And if you thought for a second, that Zack Snyder wasn't going to be involved with Justice League 2 while you're on. He's still attached to it. Sorry! He's still there. All right? So, don't... don't I know. I know it's a letdown. Um, but it's cool. Uh, I actually blank Zack Snyder. Uh, I just don't give him the script. Just don't let him touch the script. Otherwise, he's fine. All right? And that's about it. That's about everything we got on the show this week. And here comes the music. There it is. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Cinema Royale. Uh, it's been a fun show. Uh, I definitely want to thank Joanna Langfield of the Movie Minute uh, for joining us. Uh, be sure to check out her show right here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, and keep an eye out for the Critical Media Network, which is coming up in just a few days. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Uh, I'm sure to listen to all of us, all four of our shows. Check them all out. And when we add more shows, check those out too. All right. Uh, so next week's show, what do you think I'm going to be talking about? Rogue One. Our screening is this Monday. I can't wait. A couple of days away. It's I got I got to see that and Collateral Beauty back to back. 
I'm not going to be thinking about Collateral Beauty after I see Rogue One. They should have reversed that. They should have done it the other way. But whatever. I get to see it Monday. I'm excited. We'll be talking about that next week. That's just going to be fun. All right. Uh, so tune in for that. Uh, I'm Travis Hobson. It's been Cinema Royale. You can find me every day at punchfrontcritics.com. And uh, you know what? You know where to find me. I'll see you guys later. Goodbye.